Welcome to The Mother-Daughter Journey, a podcast for women working through the tenuous transition of a maturing mother-daughter relationship. I'm Abigail. And I'm Kelly. We know firsthand that the mother-daughter relationship is one of the most fabulous, yet frustrating, relationships you are ever going to have. Even so, we're best friends, business partners, and of course, mother and daughter. So join us as we share our ongoing journey and the lessons we've learned along the way. Welcome everyone to the mother-daughter journey. I'm Abigail White. And I'm Kelly. And today, Kelly, what are we talking about today? Are we just, we're going to have a little fun with this episode, I think. I think we have fun with every episode, but no, I get what you're saying. We're going to lighten it up a little <laughs> we're gonna bit. We're going to lighten it up a little today. And something that's a big part of our relationship is having an open mind when it comes to interests and hobbies of the other person. Yes. Took us a little while to get there, but yes, we do try to do that. I think that's important for all relationships, honestly, but it is something that we tend to have fun with. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, because as a mother and daughter, there's obviously some commonalities and things that we enjoy doing together. But not necessarily. There are some things that she does that I just didn't get at first. And I'm sure (laughs) vice versa. I have some hobbies that you didn't get either. So absolutely. We actually would tease each other about it. To be honest, it's, you know, kind of letting our geek fly, I guess I'll say. (laughs) Yeah, let the geek flag fly. Absolutely. Um, we're specifically talking right now about TV shows. So who doesn't love to talk about a good TV show, right? I am a total sci-fi. I don't want to call myself a nerd, but that's, you know, that's what it is. I'm a sci-fi nerd. There's nothing nerd. wrong with being a nerd. I, there's a bad connotation to it, but I think it's a great thing. Nerd and geek. Those are compliments in my book. Aw, <laughs> so nice. But yes, you are a sci-fi nerd. That's for sure. That's always been something you've been really, really into. And the only one that I ever really got hooked on was Star Trek. Well, I mean, why wouldn't you get hooked on I Star know, Trek? I know. <laughs> Come on. Let's... But I've tried others. I have tried others. Thanks to you. Yes. But even Star Trek, you used to make fun of. Oh, I did. For a long time. I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> I guess we need to define sci-fi, though. Like, wouldn't you consider Lord of the Rings? Like, is that sci-fi or is uh, that fantasy? That's fantasy. Oh, no, okay. See, I love fantasy. We're both fantasy geeks. True. True. Right, that's something that we definitely have in common. We've always loved the Harry Potters and the Lord of the Rings and anything that has to do with magic. And vampires, let's face it. And vampires, yeah, <laughs> supernatural stuff. Yeah, for sure. But yes, no, sci-fi is more the Star Trek, the Star Wars. Star Trek is better, just saying. <laughs> going to start an you argument already. <laughs> start it right there, you know, the Throw Babylonians and the um, Stargates and... All of that kind of thing. I've always been intrigued by it. I mean, it started back with, oh my goodness, why can't I think of it? Danger Will Robinson. What is the name of that show? I honestly don't know the name of that show, but I know that phrase just because you say it all the time. (laughs) I'm going to have to look up the show. But yeah, it started back like back then with that show. And they've actually remade that show which is kind of funny. What the heck is that show? Oh, gosh. I don't... <laughs> All right. I wish we had Colin on this podcast so that somebody could help us. I know. <laughs> Phone a friend. Phone a friend. She's She is now mad dashing Googling the show. I am. But anyway, I've always been a sci-fi person. I've, I've liked it. And it's been something that, you know, both of my girls and my husband... It's, it's a tease factor, right? It's something that they like to poke fun at. But I have forced them all at some point to sit down and watch a Star Trek episode or two with me. And I'm glad that she did because once I finally did, I next thing I know, we were like six episodes into Star Trek and now I've watched... Voyager and I, I don't even actually know the name to all of the different series, but 
Don't get me started. <laughs> <laughs> Opening up a can of worms there. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I actually own the whole like VHS pack of all of the Star Trek movies and they're not opened. No, right. You have the box set that's... The box set and it is not opened. Like it has not been unwrapped. It's But I've seen all of the movies. It's just one of those things like you've saved your first Barbie doll in the package because it may be worth money someday. That's me with my box set of Star Trek movies. Yeah, see, I don't think that far ahead. I didn't save anything in the package. <laughs> but we could also turn this around to say the a tease factor for Abigail was anime. Yes, that it was. When I started getting into that, and I kind of got into it later in life, I feel like. But I mean, she's 27, so, but anyway. Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, that was definitely something that was way, not over your head, but just it wasn't something that anybody in my family no we didn't we didn't get it we didn't didn't, get yeah there we go I resisted for years with the anime I just mom watch this with me mom come on just try it just try it and I mean no no I I was not gonna go there but there's so I like there's so many different genres it's like any other tv show there's horror there's sci-fi there's rom-com yes there is (laughs) and and I'm gonna say like don't get me started Finally, I think last year, it was just last year. I think it was just last year. You weren't feeling well or something. You know how mothers are. Kid doesn't feel well. Sure, we can watch what you want. For me, my mother and father, when I didn't feel well as a kid, they would drag out the whole movies. It was this whole production because it was like back then, this like home, I don't even know, an actual, it wasn't like VHS or anything. It was like an actual projector with the screen and all of that. But when I didn't feel well and they wanted to make me feel good. You're showing your age, I know, K-Dog. I know. <laughs> but they would pull that out. And so this is how the anime for me started. She wasn't feeling well. It was a long stretch. And I was trying to, you know, make her feel better. So I was like, hey, why don't we watch some anime together? Gag. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so we sat down and she picked, what was it, Naruto? Or is that not anime no no I think the first one I made you watch was Naruto that is that is anime mom (laughs) thank you see see how little I know you're learning yeah I think that was the first one I made you watch and I was so so sucked in in. it was so funny I mean talk about showing your your geek side but I I was like what have I been missing exact see see (laughs) I mean we actually joke now because Naruto does this thing where he like lifts his fist up in the air and goes believe it and there will be times where we're just I don't know trying to break the tension or have a like a little her and I moment in the middle of something that's either boring or tense or something we're in a room full of people and I'll just like lift up my arm in the fist believe it (laughs) it's just like a little secret or anytime either one of us is doubting ourselves yes we go believe it yes like when we decided we were going to do a podcast and yeah we were like what we actually did we We sat there we're like we can do this believe it we did so and that's just we're talking tv shows because it's like k-dog said earlier who doesn't love to talk about some of their favorite tv shows but that's just kind of one example of having an open mind and never knowing what new things you're gonna enjoy right and it and it's really I mean for the purpose of what we're talking about and what this program is right the mother-daughter journey and keeping that relationship close and and deep and growing together that open mind and the being able to be influenced a little bit is if that's the right word with each other's hobbies or just get to know something that they really love it Mm -hmm. may not end up being something that's for you right right I mean you and I like we mentioned we have a lot of commonalities so there are we can find a sci-fi show that has a little bit of 
extra romance or something like that for me and we can find an anime that has a little extra sci-fi and so it's we can find a good blend so that works out nicely for us but that might not always be the case but that doesn't yeah so let's but that just doesn't mean you shouldn't try exactly <laughs> i will give you an example and it has nothing to do with tv but we're both always looking for ways to stay in shape she's better at it than i am but with different exercises hiking things that we enjoy that we can do together to kind of you know spur each other on in our like health journey yoga oh my god no yes she 100 yes <laughs> loves it loves it loves it she'll probably get certified to be an instructor someday and you know so she's saying yeah, it's so that. relaxing mom and it's you stretching and it makes you strong and it makes you this i'm just miserable and honestly bitching the entire time we're doing it and i'm like okay this is no longer relaxing <laughs> but i tried it you i did. tried it more than once and we learned it's something that we Can't probably you- shouldn't do together exactly exactly but we had the open mind that you know this is we're gonna try it and rather than saying you know yoga is bad or it doesn't do it's not good it doesn't whatever like judging it right having after trying it and not liking it instead of judging it you say it's just not my type it's not my exercise yeah it's just not for me it's not my thing (laughs) and I guess that's kind of the point really getting to know each other on a deep level and being connected you need to be open to what the other person is interested in right and also not judgmental of it but except when they're not into the same thing that you are right you need to find that common ground but you're not the same person so it's not going to be the same stuff all the time right right and like coming from the kids point of view it took me a while to accept that about myself just because for me anyway I definitely had the mentality of oh I want to be just like my mom when I grow up and that in like as children we emulate our parents and so that included your hobbies and your interests and for a while I would pretend that I liked sci-fi more than I did until I realized that my dad and my sister were making fun of her and I was like oh okay but (laughs) I can make fun of her too they still make fun of me although I I don't I don't recommend making fun of your mother (laughs) I I, I do let make my husband watch Star Trek with me on occasion so even though he still makes fun of it but that's I digress (laughs) but I digress yeah so honestly though it's from the mother's point of view in this too you want to Except that your children are not mini-me's, right? They're not going to like everything that you like. Just because something's important to you doesn't mean it's going to be important to them. Right. So, yes, do you want them to experience it, try it, be open-minded about it? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's just kind of common respect to to do those things. But when you realize that they don't enjoy it, it's not kind of, it's not a personal thing. It's not, right. it's not, there's not a like. That's, that's the hard part in all of this. It's not giving things a try. Like we've been taught to try, just, just try it, you know, with our vegetables and food and like as for as long as I can remember, and just give it a try. You don't know until, you don't know if you like it till you try it. It's something that we're taught for, I was taught. You gave me a weird look right there for a second, K-Dog. <laughs> I heard a noise. It had nothing to do with what you oh. were saying. <laughs> like you definitely would tell me, you don't know if you like it until you try it. Absolutely. And that holds true for everything. But the key and the hard part there is once you realize whether you like it or not, how to move forward with that and accept that. Yes. And it's like we said, this is kind of a light kind of topic that could go into deeper things. But really the message here is 
keep an open mind keep an open mind absolutely and have fun it it definitely this topic this is just like the surface level way of presenting this topic right and the first way for I think especially a mother and daughter but for any type of relationship for you to get to really know each other as individuals is to keep an open mind on some of the lighter things like what do you like to do in your spare time your hobbies what interests you Yes. And then once you're able to really give those kinds of things a try, have an open mind while you're doing it and recognize whether it's something for you or not and accept that. I'm with, shaking my head up and down like you can see that. <laughs> but know, yes, but like, I'm yes, agreeing not, with not. her. <laughs> once you're, you've done that with something like hobbies, then it's just, I mean, it's not an easy step, but the next step is doing it with something a little more difficult like morals or beliefs or you know other things that we will talk about down the line this is a really good place to kind of start practicing that yes with things that are that are really aren't important but important right right well and it's also a great way to recognize that it's just one more way I guess to recognize that you're individuals and to really see each other as individuals and to start looking at that instead of just looking at each other as my mother or my daughter Right. I don't know about daughters, but I can say mothers are always looking for quality time, right? We want time with our children. We want quality time. And we have to be open to doing things that they like to do in order to get it, especially as they get older. Because when they were younger, we kind of directed that, right? We directed what we were going to do. We directed where we were going on vacations. We Mm -hmm. directed TV shows we were going to watch like when we were as a family, right? Right. You're in the busyness of day-to-day life. You're working, you're trucking your kids here, there, and everywhere. You're making sure the homework gets done, the food gets done, the laundry gets done. When you get to sit down and relax for an hour and it's a family night or game night or whatever it is, right, wrong, or indifferent, you don't want it to be something you're not going to enjoy because you don't have a whole lot of downtime as a parent raising children you know raising school-age children as they get older and they are doing things on their own and you're not rearing the child so to speak Mm -hmm. and you want to have that quality time it needs to be a two-way street in order for you to get it right it shifts because young adults teens kids that are in college they just want to do their own thing they want to do what they enjoy they have just spent the last 15 16 years being told what to do how to dress, where to be, right? right? Now they're just like, woohoo, baby, it's free time. And actually, as you were saying all of that, K-Dog, I, it made me think that what you just said was absolutely right. We just spent the last 15 to 18 years or whatever, again, emulating our parents and, and following and being told what, you know, how to dress, what to do. Oh, yeah, you need thing- to be at school at this time. You've got this report due. You've th- this dance. It just all of the societal yeah, things that I go along with right, being a teenager. I don't mean right? that in a like everybody's yeah. controlled because that's right. No, but we don't really start forming our own identity until later teen and young adult adolescence. Right. So that's actually there needs to be a shift because we spent our, our formative years collecting and learning everything about you and what you like to do and, and who you are if <laughs> if you have allowed us to I'm just gonna say <laughs> oh no you didn't but that's okay <laughs> well I mean I, I soaked in the yes yes you know some of your hobbies and, and things like that yes no I, I'm being facetious they but were just you didn't show your true self I, I understand that <laughs> and so we're just learning really what we like to do as we go out and try things ourselves and so there needs to be a little bit more of all right I'm going to try some of the things you're trying 
the mother to the daughter. And then the age I'm at now, which is like my later 20s, I feel like this is where we've really started to find the common ground. Yes. And and things we both like to do. Yes. And also just things that we're going to try new together, right? That right. Whole, that's another thing that's really awesome in any relationship find something new that you're going to try together that neither one of you thought that you would like not necessarily thought that you would like but that you've never done before right something that steps you both out of your comfort zone that you're kind of learning together I mean for Abigail and I we're in business together so it feels like we're doing that all the time (laughs) (laughs) you know just in a in a normal I'm not going to say our relationship isn't normal but in people that aren't in business together mothers and daughters it's a it's a way to keep the relationship fresh to keep it connected Mm -hmm. just go out and discover something and do something together that neither one of you have ever done whether it be travel somewhere whether it be a cooking class whether it be skydiving no Um, (laughs) I'm just saying something that you've never done before Right. I mean, yeah, for us, we always travel was always a good way for us to do that. Just that is to try something new together. Well, travel was a lot of things for us. And we'll talk about that in the future because travel is super powerful and it has a lot of applications, I guess is the word I want to use, but it it, it serves a purpose Mm -hmm. in relationships outside of just trying new things together and discovering things together. But for the purpose of this conversation... Yes. Right. And for our relationship in particular, it has played a huge part. I mean, I remember ziplining. <laughs> remember that? I remember it. We The first time we did that, I, it was my first time and it was your first time. Yes. And it was... Terrifying. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I was not going to use the word terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Hiking the Black Forest. Yes, we did. We hiked in the Black Forest and we both enjoy. I mean, hiking was something we did when you were a child. Yes, we've always liked to walk in the in the woods together, hike in the mountains. But hiking the Black Forest was something that was a, a big task for both of us. It was because I did not think that I was in good enough shape to do it. Right. We were on a river cruise and it was an excursion on the river cruise and it was labeled activity level five out of five. Out of five. Exactly. (laughs) But she really wanted to do it. And I didn't believe that I could. I just, I really just didn't believe that I could. But we did. She convinced me to sign up for it. And so we got on that bus and went to the Black Forest and started the hike. And I almost turned around a couple times, right? Mm-hmm. I, I almost turned around a couple times and you were like, come on, mom, you can do it. And I and I did. I got and to I got to the top and we had a beer and Black Forest cake at the top of this where we were in the Black Forest. And I felt so proud. And oh, so did I. It was just it was an awesome experience. It was a great experience. Something that we like I had never done a hike like that. And it had been a really long time since I've, I had hiked too. So not that I wasn't, didn't feel like I wasn't in a good enough shape to do it at the time, but I was nervous just in general about not being skilled enough. Like not and I think, right. I think it probably was the first time in our relationship too, where you were the encourager. Yes. And I was the doubter. Yes. Right. I've always been kind of to to be cliche, the wind beneath your wings kind of thing. Like Mm -hmm. you can accomplish anything. And this was the first time those roles were reversed, which was kind of huge in our relationship. Honestly, it really was. But that being said, to kind of bring it back to having an open mind and and finding common ground in hobbies, I would have never made you do it. If one, I didn't think you would enjoy it because hiking was something that we've always enjoyed together in nature. And I, I knew that you loved nature. Yes. 
so if it was something I thought that you would absolutely hate, I would have never have encouraged you to do it. <laughs> true, true. But it is just, I guess, another example of the emotions. And unlike the zip lining where it was terrifying and you said, awesome, <laughs> this was something that we did together where we both felt like, wow, this was this was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like if you could see the pictures of us at the bottom afterwards, it says it all. Oh, right? it, it really just, does. It says it all. So it's really open mind. In any relationship, you need to keep an open mind and respect other people's interests and well I'm, I'm gonna go back to communication now because because it's all about healthy because communication. it's all about healthy <laughs> communication you need to be able to vocalize in a respectful way with the yoga no this is not for me or right. there are some anime shows that I'm like what the <laughs> heck this is just no this no and I'm used- sorry I I can't do Star Wars I just can't do it yeah, but I used to not vocalize that in a nice way, right? I used to say anime is stupid or this right. is dumb or what a waste of time or and if you're not vocalizing it in a in a respectful way, that can get taken personally as a right. right? Like, well, then I think there's something wrong with you because you like anime. Right. Well, if this is stupid and I like it, I must be stupid. That's a leap, but yes, we make those leaps. Is it? Is it a leap? <laughs> I mean, I think it is, but <laughs> But that, but that's kind of the point is not judging other people's interests and hobbies just because they're not necessarily something that you enjoy and having the open mind to say, hmm, not actually sure if this is something I'm going to like, but I'm going to give it a try. And I think we, there's probably a topic that we should touch on when we're talking about quality time and trying each other's hobbies, interests, or doing things together that are new, respecting the boundary of, okay, I've tried it, but I don't like it. Right. Right. So I'm going to bring my mom into this because my mom is a huge crafter. And we've done it to her. She's done it to us. But she's a huge crafter. And she just wants us to craft with her. She Mm -hmm. just wants it. That's the quality time that she wants. Completely understandable. But at the same token, I am not a crafter. Right. Not that you're not open to trying different crafts because you have you've you've I've, tried to learn how to knit and cro- both of us like we've, we've just spent time tried with to her, knit right? how to cross stitch so quilt making baskets making candles Weaving. punch tin we punch tin's not so bad because you can hammer a nail that was I know it's like I actually liked the string yeah. art that we string did one art, time with the nails stained glass fun. I mean to name it I've tried them the one thing I will say that took a long time for my mother and I is respecting the boundary that it's I don't like it and it's not a personal thing that I don't want to do that with you it's not that I don't want to spend time with you it's that I don't want to spend time doing that right right and it comes back to the well it's important to me and this is what I like to do so if you wanted to spend time with me you would do it instead of finding something that you both enjoy to do together correct and so that's where I guess the open mind and the boundaries and where this all kind of comes full circle with what we're talking about for the purpose of our podcast even something as simple as interests and hobbies can create tension right if you don't know how to communicate and accept and respect each right. other's boundaries, interests, and just everything, really. But for the purpose of what we're talking about, hobbies. Right. 
like we said earlier, that concept kind of overlays a lot of deeper issues with the mother-daughter relationship in particular, but any relationship, right. really. Right. And I, it took time for me to learn that. I would do the same thing to my mother on the opposite end. I am a traveler through and through. You look at the word gypsy in the dictionary, there may be a picture of me. I think so, yeah. I can live out of a suitcase. I could be gone, you know, 350 out of 300, however many days there are in a year. 365, right? I had a mind mind block there. Yes. (laughs) But for years, I was insistent that we should spend time traveling together. And so I did the same thing to her with travel that she was doing to me with crafts. Come on, you'll like it, Mom. Yeah, you'll, you'll like love it. it. You just haven't found the right spot to go. Not taking into account that the anxiety for her to pack and to leave and to be in a different space because... She's a homebody. She's a homebody. And so for years, we had this tension of wanting to spend time with each other, but wanting to spend time with each other on our own terms. I don't know if you actually have found a common ground yet. I think that you're working on that. We're still working on that. Yeah, we're still working on that. We both like to eat. There you go. (laughs) Now for us, for you and I though, the common ground, when we're talking about like genres when it comes to TV, movies, and books, yes, fantasy. But our biggest common ground is music. That's we're we're talking about hobbies and things that we like to do together, and we haven't even talked about music wow, yet. Wow, that's I know crazy, right? I mean, maybe someday we'll record something and just throw it out there for you to listen to. But we are huge. We love to sing, love mm-hmm. to sing, love to listen to music yeah, in music any shape in or form. We love musicals. We just you know we can but go to the symphony, but we love to sing. Our instruments are for each of us are our voice. Yes, and our instrument of choice. <laughs> so it's funny people ask a question. When you're at networking or like ice breaking, they'll tell us something that you don't know about yourself. Mine is always, I consider long car rides a concert featuring me. And and she kind of says the same thing. It's kind of the same way. (laughs) I mean, we did a road trip a few years ago. I think we went a good, what was it, 12 or 14 hours, right? We were coming home from North Carolina. We drove from North Carolina up to Rhode Island. That was one of the road trips, but yes. But this one in particular, we were coming home from a conference and we kind of did it like a straight shot. We did. We I think we stopped at a rest area and slept in the car for like a two hour a, an hour or, or two hours. <laughs> but yes, we did it in a straight shot. And we didn't repeat a single song. We didn't. And we barely spoke to each other. We, we barely spoke to each other. We just drove for 12 hours and sang one song after another. And it became a game that we were going to like find a song. She had Spotify and she was driving. Given the choice, I will never drive. But anyway. So yes, I drove for 12 hours straight with a two hour nap. Let us elaborate why we needed a nap too. I feel like we're like, why did you need to have a nap in the middle of the day? We left at 8 p.m. Right. <laughs> to drive home. <laughs> she had something she needed to be at. So we had to leave at 8 p.m. to drive home. So anyway. the nap was in the middle of the night. So we wouldn't fall asleep. Right. But anyway, it was a game. But the whole story is, the whole point really is, is that some people have a lot in common, right? Some mothers and daughters have a lot in common. Some do not. My mother and I do not have a lot in common. But you still have to be open to trying the things and then respecting the boundary of, yes, I've tried it. I don't like it. And not making it seem like there's something wrong with the other person because they enjoy it. Right. That's really the whole crux and point of this particular episode. Because for years in my life, that is not how my mother and I operated. No, that not is at all. not how we operated. There was something we each took it personal that there was something wrong with me because I wanted to travel and not be home and not bloom where I was planted, and there was something wrong with her 
because she didn't want to travel, right? Like we just didn't understand each other and we didn't respect the boundary that we were different. We just were different. Right. And that's okay. That is. It is okay. And so that's really what this episode is about. One, be open-minded. Yes, try the things. Even if you think you're not going to like it, you may find something that you actually love. You might be, yeah, you might stand corrected. And, and have this great common ground. But respect the other person's interests. Right, yes. And yes. time to do it. Respect does not equal, um, oh gosh, what's the word I'm looking for? Respecting another person's interests does not necessarily mean you have to like them on the same level that they do. Correct. And I guess this also brings me to, I don't know if any of you have ever read The Four Agreements, but one of them is, you know, one of the four agreements in the book is not to take anything personal and not having the same interests as your mother or your daughter not wanting to do all those things, you know, just because it's important to you doesn't make it important to me. It's not a personal thing. The fact that I don't like to knit doesn't mean that it's a personal thing against my mom that she does like to knit. It's just that I just don't like to. Right. So yeah, that's all we have. Keep an open mind. Keep an open mind. Try new things with each other. Have fun and respect each other's hobbies and interests and create the boundary that this is something I don't like or this is something I do like. And know that at some point in your relationship, the roles are going to reverse. It's not always going to be. There's not a hierarchy. When you hit a certain age in your relationship, there isn't a hierarchy of I'm the mother, you're the daughter. Right. It's just we're both women. We're just both women having respect for each other. And we're very connected women with a love that runs super deep. Right. Because we're mother and daughter. But mother and daughter, that hierarchy does not define the relationship. Not anymore. Not anymore. Well said. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, everyone. Thank you so much. Yes. On that note, I don't know, maybe a little challenge this week would be to have a conversation with your mother or daughter and say, what's something that you like to do that we've never done together or what's something that both of us would like to try that we've never tried before right step out of your comfort zones a little bit ladies see where it takes you until next time thanks so much for listening to the mother-daughter journey thanks for joining us on our journey today if you liked what you heard and are looking for more make sure to leave us a review and subscribe to this podcast you can also follow us on social media But for the most fun, go find us on TikTok at The Mother Daughter Journey. See you next time.